0: I've never seen a diamond in the flesh
1: I cut my teeth on wedding rings the- Dude that's pretty oh, cool. Dude that is good just, that sad is sad. Wow. <laughs> Dude that's pretty good This is The Gloom bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha packs exploring their F3 experiences and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom all right so hopefully we get this episode out before this guy is on the news uh just found out he he was uh interviewed for uh, some volunteer work that he's doing so clearly a high impact man uh, that we're interviewing today but we also uh, have a guy who's a, a former site PsyQ at the Sandlot, so uh, our premier running AO in, in Sarpy. Um, and uh, Baby Shark, uh, man, it's just good to see you. Uh, happy Friday. Uh, you look good. Um would Thank love, you. To, love, to, love to just hear your story, sort of where uh, where it all started. So who EH'd you, uh, what, maybe what was the first workout like, and then how did we get the name uh, Baby Shark? I'd love to hear that story. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Well, yeah, thanks for having me on. I was really excited when you reached out. Um, I listen to these podcasts. You do a great job. And I just love hearing the messages from, uh, you know, the other PAX members. But um, so, yeah, I started my journey. It's been four years now, August of 2019. I got EH'd by Safe Ride, who I went to school with, friends with. um, And he was queuing at the pit on a Saturday morning down at Papillion he sent me a text on a Friday afternoon. He said, Hey, I'm leading this workout group. He didn't really get much information. He said, you want to join? And I, you know, trust the guy. He's a friend of mine. I said, absolutely. I'm, you know, I'll be there. So he had sent like a link with some information. I didn't even really look at it, to be honest with you. I just kind of, <laughs> I trust him. I said, okay, I'll show up. And, uh, yeah, it was a great workout. You know, it was, a, it was like an hour. So I'd done some boot camp stuff, you know, um, at my gym and things of that nature, but certainly like the nomenclature and that kind of stuff, like, threw me off a little bit and uh but i remember he did a uh, deck of death and oh, uh, yeah. you know and i hadn't done burpees in a long time so i remember doing those and that was kind of tough and certainly like most guys i think monkey humpers came out and that was my point of thinking like you know what are we doing here kind of thing. but uh,
1: <laughs> Look, this is weird this is a cult
0: <laughs> yeah now so it was a smaller group um back then and you know it was August. The weather was beautiful. Uh, just a great group of guys. And like I said, Safe ride Brite's been a good friend of mine. Uh, trust him. And uh, he did a great uh, COT and everything like that. And um, so, yeah, I really enjoyed myself. Um, I told the story a little bit before and Safe Ride will kind of give me a hard time about this sometimes. But um, so I posted and then I didn't really post again for a little bit like a few months. Um, I was kind of into my own workout group and everything like that. And I can kind of tell you the story in a little bit of how I kind of Came back to that, but um, so smaller group, but you know, of course, at the name of Rama, just started sharing stuff about my family, uh, work history. I do work for the railroad, and so they started throwing those out. and I think they were, you know, Thomas the Train, there were some other people they said, No, 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 know." you know, we just, we just did those, we can't do those. And uh, so, tell us something interesting. And um, I've always been a big uh, water guy, swam in high school, um, actually had a scholarship to swim in college, and I turned it down and decided to play water polo for Colorado State. Nice. And uh, I have a shark tattoo on my hip actually, so when we asked about that and I think it just all kind of stars aligned. You know, that song was super annoying at the time, still is annoying supposed, but Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: still annoying, yeah.
0: Yeah. Got Baby Shark and I which I I mean I absolutely love it and it's funny to see I mean, there's baby sharks around the country uh, cuz I'll, I'll post that at other sites and you know, they'll hear baby shark and like, well, "We got a baby shark." And I think that I remember that New York times articles spreading around or something like that. And they mentioned a baby shark in there. So it's a great name. And so I've embraced it. And uh, my kids absolutely love it.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. You know, it's funny. We ask every guy, like, do you have any tattoos? Right. And they try to come up with a name based off of that. So at least you have some, a name that's related somehow to like some body art. Right.
0: I know that actually worked out. Yeah. <laughs> What's
1: the, why did you get the, the shark tattoo? I guess. What, where did that come from?
0: I think it was just the swimming, you know. I was oh, big yeah. into swimming, and so it's just like it always reminded me of the water and you know trying to be fierce, I guess. And I got it young. I, my uh, mom had to sign off on the permission slip. I think I was 16 years old, and she let yeah. me go get it. And that was like my birthday present for being 16 years old. And it just had to be somewhere that couldn't be visible, and so I put it on my hip. And uh, right.
1: yeah. that's awesome. So I,
0: haven't, I haven't had a tattoo since, uh, and it's funny. My wife has a tattoo of like a turtle on her hip, like a little turtle and
1: uh, <laughs> like yeah, the and same I, you know like it's just matching tattoos that's running, funny what so you're but you mentioned the, that you were working out before what was your routine like were you doing crossfit or or just working out at the gym or what were you doing before f3
0: i was mostly a runner um and okay. i ran you know kind of by myself a lot for a lot of years and then my workplace I got into, they got a gym here, and then I fell in with a group of guys that we were running over lunch, um, and then they offered classes, some boot camp style classes, um, some Pilates and things like that, um, and so really, running's always kind of been my thing, and uh, and so that was kind of the, you know, when I started with F3, or when I had that first time, I was still really involved with this group, and we were going to the office every day, so this is right before COVID, and um, so I was pretty loyal to them. And there's a few guys that posted F3 that also work at the same workplace as me. Um, and so I ran with them as well. Um, and so that's kind of Just where like I, Thomas
1: and Thomas and Girl Dad and those guys?
0: Yep, absolutely. Girl Dad, um, okay. Butterfly, Hog. Um, and then, yeah, and I kind of... I made my way into their group. They were kind of their own group because they, mm-hmm. you know, did their thing. And then I was running with some other guys. And then, you know, I got to know girl dad and then um so the kind of the funny story there was i you know already done f3 had a name and i think uh thomas the train eh I and mean, a couple of those guys probably a group effort eh girl dad and he asked me because we're you know we live on the same street he said you ever heard of this f3 thing and i said oh boy <laughs> i already got a name he's like where are you going he said i'm going tomorrow morning i said i'll be there so it's kind of like uh i mean that was my second coming really to be honest with you it was you know i got brought in by safe ride, but then took a few months off and kind of when COVID hit, and my UP circle uh, brought me in. And then from there, I was, you know, full on.
1: You were know, really all in. That's up. awesome, yeah. man. That's really yeah. cool. And you mentioned posting. Uh, have you posted downrange? How's that been when you've gone down there? Uh, yeah, absolutely.
0: I, for my job, I have a territory that's out in uh, California, Los Angeles, in like the Bay Area um los angeles is a little bit tougher um i've actually like scuba goes out there for work too we've tried to coordinate to go to sites but you, i mean you're, you you got to go way out into like um to the valley and stuff but um but san francisco yeah i got into a good group um i met their nantan sunshine and we've formed a relationship and i posted several times out there i've actually led um oh that's cool groups. So my favorite one is Tuesday mornings is full house out there. It's in Alamo park, which is your classic, the painted ladies you see in the show. Yeah. Uh, that's Tuesday morning. They got one, the stairs down in Belmont. And then uh Mova is in Dolores park on Thursdays. So, uh, but I'll awesome. tell, them, I'd like to share a story about that. Cause, um, so I would go out there in regular post and I go out there for work. One time I fly into Oakland on a Monday morning and I've told this story to other PAC members on runs and stuff. And, I get off, um, get my rental car, and I make a first stop, and I run in for a Chipotle burrito. And as I'm getting the burrito, I come out, and someone had bashed my windows out of my car and stole all my stuff. Broad oh, yeah. right? So Chipotle, Starbucks, Wingstop—I mean, this busy plaza—and I, you know, come out just freaked out, and I'm asking like, "What happened?" You know, and people say, "Well, it's it's Oakland. You don't leave stuff in your car," and so whatever. I call the police. They say, "Are you injured?" No. Like, okay, we don't do much. So I was really down. Um, You call my boss, like, what do I do? Like, just hop on a plane and get back. I had a really important meeting on Wednesday, you know, so I kind of just sat there. And of course I was safe, you know, everything, these things are tangible. They're replaceable. Like I can get through this. Like I need to be here. Let's, let's do this. So I run to the Costco, the dress for, you know, Ross dress for less Walmart, get what I need chargers. I had my phone on me and stuff and, uh, but get some workout clothes and, that was like the first thing I thought of was, you know, I, I was going to end my day, but I was like, Tuesday morning, I'm posting. So I text sunshine and it's like, I'll be there. So it's like yep I'll be there for sure. And, you know, I went there and it was fantastic. Right. I didn't even tell these guys like what happened to me because I didn't even want to share. I didn't want to be the victim. I didn't, you know, and it just was, I went there. I just wanted to work out, be somewhere I was familiar with. These guys know me. They welcomed me. Uh, we I worked out and then, you know, I was going to do it again. So I went Wednesday morning and then I got a text from sunshine and he said, Hey, look, I'm queuing Thursday morning. I always queue. Like, do you want to queue? Like, we'd love to have someone from Omaha or somewhere else. Just you do you right. Cause it's a little different out there. Um, mean, every site's a little different. I've posted in other States and stuff. Right. So there's some nuances and he's like, and he's from North Carolina. He's, He's been around for a long time. And he said, I want you to, you know, just run your regular work. I want you to do your COT that you would do, all that kind of stuff. And so it was just a fantastic week and just shows you, I mean, this community is beyond Omaha. It's a nationwide thing. And and like I said, that got me through that trip. Um, mm-hmm. And so I've got a special place in my heart for F3 Peninsula and that Bay Area. And, um, I, you know, when this is complete, I hope to share this with uh, Sunshine and his group. And hopefully they'll listen. Yeah. Uh, respect for those guys out there.
1: That's so cool. I, I love what you said there. Of like, this community is so much bigger, you know, than just Omaha, right? I think I, I saw a recent tweet is like over four thousand workouts every week across the world. Really, you know, like like there's yeah. one in India, F3 India, I think just just popped up. Like it just is crazy, and and it's cool. You can go like anywhere, and you get the same same interaction, right? Same sort of like group of guys, everybody trying to get better. Um that's really cool so so um, man, sorry to hear about your car that I would panic in that scenario, I think <laughs>
0: yeah I mean
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, learning
0: lesson, yeah. that kind of thing, and yeah, just be very protective, but like i said i I mean I wasn't injured, and you know you kind of get over you know, that stuff quick and yeah,
1: yeah, but you had some good stress relief through the the workout with the yeah. guys out there, I'm sure, yeah, well, and but, I was out there
0: by myself, right, and that's another thing is uh I didn't have a coworker that I could you know I was kind of on my own. Of course a yeah. right away and that kind of thing but you know to have f3 there was you know that was it's was a great thing and to be able to post like three days in a row too which is kind of neat
1: that's awesome yeah i love that hey i'm curious you know so as far as like um thinking about like that second f piece you know and you've got these kind of a running group from work and um maybe some guys out in in california and different areas like how have you had success developing relationships with guys in the group. How, as you came into the group, how did you go about just building new friendships?
0: Yeah. I mean, I I try and talk to everyone that I meet. I mean, I, I know a lot of people that are in the group. I and mean, Like I said, that kind of the second coming for me, it was with a lot of the UP guys, but, um, being in Papillion, Sarpy County, I was, I sort of grew up there. I moved there when I was like eight years old, know a lot of people. Um, and, uh, I mean, I'm always a talkative guy. I think the running component was always a big part of it, right? So I started with the pit, and then all we really had was the sandlot. And so that was kind of my jam. I was running the sandlot every Thursday, and you get a great opportunity to meet other people. Um, I shared this at my flag pass, but, you know, one of the aha moments for me uh, with the second F was at the sandlot when they had hosted for the turkey trot. Mm. And, um, you know, I was out there and... I, someone dragged me out there. I can't remember who, but you know, they're like, you got to do it. And I was like, all right, right. So I did it. And I just, uh, you know, I talked to another PAX member I didn't talk to very much. And like, we talked like the entire time and really got to know each other. And that was kind of that moment where it's like, ha, okay. I can go yeah. run any day I want. I can go call any, you know, I'm fortunate that I have a group of friends. I can call someone and we can go for a run, but like, this is what it's all about. You know, I reached out and made a connection with this guy that um, we share something in common, you know, and so that's, that really kind of accelerated the second F component for me there. Um, but yeah, I just, I love it. I mean, um, just trying to get to know guys, ask them questions, things like that, make them comfortable. Um, yeah. And I think it, it comes a little bit easier for me to do that. And I, I've enjoyed it and I, I like working out with other people, sharing ideas and things of that nature. So,
1: yeah, that's awesome. I, you know, I'm curious your thoughts too on the, like, as you've, as we've grown, right. And we've added some of these, um, like we've got running sites and wait sites and how have you progressed to some of the different options or have you kind of stuck with the same sites or how have you navigated with all the, all the activities that we have?
0: Now that's a, and that's a very timely question because I just did the flag pass, right. with the, um, the Sandlot, which is running. And so sweet roll got me on the queue for a steel mill. I, I actually queued yesterday. And I'd only been there one time, right? So I'm always more of a runner. And I, uh, you know, so I came up with this workout. I was kind of sharing ideas with them and stuff. I said, I don't know what these guys are into. Like, I'm not really the weights guy. I'm like a running guy. And he's like, you'll do fine. You'll do fine. Keep them moving, right? And uh, it actually, like, 26 guys showed up. And it was kind of scary, but it, it ended up going really well. So um, I, but in terms of our, the growth is amazing, right? Like I said, you know, I started with the pit. We had the sand lot, We had the sanitarium. I mean, you know, having you know the access to Papillion South and then going to Bellevue West and Papillion and you know getting on these fields and stuff, it's it's pretty neat. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of guys that are coming on new, uh, you just don't know that that this is a great um, opportunity to get on some of these sites and stuff. So, yes, we have lots of different opportunities. I mean running is always going to kind of be what I like and keeping moving and getting the cardio and things like that but um certainly you know I'm not getting that old but I guess I'm in my 40s like you know just doing a little bit more weight work is important to me um so I've been trying to do that more um you know I was thinking outside the box with some of these things with the the disco and you know I played ultimate frisbee when I was in college that kind of thing that you know that's fun it's not like great so um but yeah I mean the growth has exploded I you know, maybe struggle a little bit with the Sarpy sector and that kind of stuff. And you probably know, I've got connections up in Douglas County and stuff like that. The high school I went to is, you know, prominent high school here in Omaha. So I know a lot of guys and uh, I'm not coming up as much as often, you know, but that's, I mean, that's, and I don't think that's because of the um, splintering like or the sectoring by any means. I just think Mm -hmm. we've grown so much. And you kind of get back to that second F that, you know, I look at a Q schedule and I'm a big proponent of I see a younger guy or someone who's like really excelling. I want to be there at that queue. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, obviously like a VQ, but, you know, I really pick up on someone who, if they haven't been around for a while or something like that, or just they really accelerated the last couple of weeks, um, you know, I want to be there. Uh, that kind yeah. of thing. And so it's, it's really hard to look at a schedule and not go to somewhere in Sarpy County just because I've had the connection with <laughs> so many people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, it's a toss up, man. When you've got, you know, 60 sites or whatever, it's like, I don't know where I'm going, you know, cause you want to be everywhere, but you just can't. Yeah. And and there's always something special going on, right? Somebody's it's either an anniversary or a VQ or a shovel pass. It, it's tough to navigate, but I curious for, from your perspective, you know, you've always, you've been a runner and I, I love the second F that we get with running. Um, but maybe some guys aren't like, don't feel up to it, or maybe they haven't Ran a whole lot. I mean, what sort of insight or advice would you have for a guy that maybe wants to get started with running? Like, where do where do they start?
0: Yeah, I think there's there's plenty of um guys in the group. I think if you reach out to on the WhatsApp and the Slack channel and um, just said this is what I'm interested in, um, I think people would be willing to go out and do shorter runs. I think what's really neat about the Sarpy County is, um, every site that you go to, there's multiple things going on before. The B town. Mm-hmm. I think there was someone downrange at uh, Catamount on Tuesday who showed up 10 minutes early and he thought he was late. He was like, What is going on? Because he sees all these guys in their Knox gear coming up and he said, Well, they're pre running, they're pre rucking, they're doing this thing. Um, and so there's opportunities out there that I think a lot of guys, especially in Sarpy, you know, if someone said, Hey, I, I want to get into running, um, and they would help him out. And a great example is, and I think I need to give credit. I hope I get credit correctly. It's like the sweet roll with what we call the love run is before the steel mill um, and lot on Thursday mornings. So it's, I think it's because it's like 2.14 miles, right? Yeah. And that's a slower pace, um, but that's a great way. Um, and, I, I, you know, there's guys um, that have reached out on WhatsApp for like Sanitarium. That's one of my that I, I'm a pretty regular pre-runner at Sanitarium on Tuesday mornings. I said, hey, I want to do it. I might cut off at the high school, you know, this and like, absolutely, you know, even though I could certainly do the three and a half, like, if that's what you want, I'll run with you and cut that off. So I've done that with a few guys. So I would just encourage anyone, um, you know, I know it is hard sometimes, maybe it's intimidating. We've got some guys who they're running sub seven miles and it's intimidating, but there are other guys out there and, you know, maybe I'll plug it right now. If you, if you're interested, you know, reach out to me. I'll certainly slow down a pace. and work me because I've been running all my life and um, it's been a great journey exercise wise and um, I'd love for people to get into it. And, uh, and I've seen people, especially, um, I've seen packs members who show up and, you know, I, I couldn't run a mile, but then they just started kind of pushing themselves in a little bit and then all of a sudden now they're running. So just yeah. got to kind of jump into it and find that support.
1: Heck yeah, man. I, I didn't used to always be willing to slow down <laughs> my pace, but I've, I've learned that like, I get so much more out of that, like running a slower pace with a guy who's working to achieve something than just running as fast as I can. Like it, like the, the endorphins or the whatever, like, you know, screw the calorie burn, like just the, the positive feeling you get after running alongside somebody is, uh, I've come to enjoy that a lot more than just the running my hardest, but you know, um, I'm curious. Have you? Do you feel like you've always had really strong male relationships? It seems like you, you know, kind of came into the group, maybe had some friends, and but I also kind of hear a little bit of like maybe F three has helped strengthen some relationships for you. But how, how do you feel, or what's been your experience just developing uh, those high quality friendships?
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, like I mentioned before, I grew up in Papillion, um, so I've got strong roots there, and I've got a, I've got a pretty good strong core of friends that I've been known since like grade school. Um, and, um, but I'm always willing to meet new people and everything mm-hmm. like that. I'm I'm heavily involved in our parish or uh, St. columkill church. And oh, there's yeah. actually quite a few guys that we've, uh, uh, ehed as a group, um, that goes there, um, that, that have joined and we've gotten into running the pre-running and stuff like that. Um, but just, yeah, kind of keeping an open mind. Um, but I'm always down to meet new people. And as we, you know, age in life, things change and, um, you know, there's certainly people that I used to hang out with quite a lot 10 years ago, um, but I'm a big believer in, you know, you are who you surround yourself with, mm-hmm. um, and so this is, there's some fantastic guys in F3, and I, I learn a lot from other people, you know, I think I what have somewhat got it figured out, or, you know, you know sometimes, and then it's just like to hear some stories, and um just help, helps me be better, and so to form those relationships with different people uh, is important to me, so.
1: Heck yeah! What about the guys that um, maybe you go to church with? You feel like has has F three kind of strengthened your relationship or brought it to another level? Just different activities sort of being included.
0: Certainly, I, I think um, I mean St. Conco is a is a large parish, um, a lot of people in it, and so and you know, being Catholic, you, you kind of show up at mass and you go through the motions, right? There's not a lot of um, I, a little bit different, right? So uh, there's a lot of guys I've known, I've gotten to know that someone that might've EH'd and I knew they were from St. Kill and you start running with them, you start working out and you realize, you know, gosh, there's so much more to them and interesting and you know that kind of stuff. So absolutely. It's, it F3 allows itself that, I mean, we were obviously here for some common interest. We want to work out, um, build fellowship and the faith. Uh, but yeah, it, it kind of catapults what we were already doing. And, um, You know, me and my my wife and I, uh, we're quite involved in the church. We do some fundraising stuff. I've done some stuff with Alpha, and I've learned that you know, other people are involved in some other stuff, and that's gravitated me towards that as well. To keep an open mind, it's like, well, maybe I can help you in this portion of you know what you're doing at the church and stuff like that. So it's definitely strengthened that, and um, it's been fun too. Like you, like you talk to a guy, and it's like, hey, you know, you'll just randomly be at church or something like that, and we'll have a group of six guys. And we're all F3, you know, and then there'll be a couple other guys, and it's like, well, you work, you know, Monday yeah. morning, you come into the Murph, you know, and they're like, well, you guys, you're doing it now, you're doing it now. Like, yes, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. I mean, yep. It makes it a little more exciting, right? You're like, yeah, seeing who, who haven't we eh from church, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. What, um, you know, as, as far as the other second F stuff, have you, Uh, been able to participate in like coffee or maybe at some of the happy hours or other second half events how have those been for you
0: yeah absolutely and and, you know i'm fortunate with my schedule and work um my wife is a little bit flexible too that post-workout activities i can go grab a cup of coffee um and it's been great i'm a big believer in it and um i've actually i did on-site coffee at uh the sandlot for the entire year I was brewing it and bringing it in containers and jugs. And, and then we added the steel mill, which is right next door. And so we just would gather underneath the, um, um, shelter there and drink coffee. And I, I think it's, I think it's great. Um, you know, it's a great way to get to know people and talk to them. So I'm happy to do it. You know, I've even, people have reached out to me like to bring coffee to this. And, you know, I really I rarely say no, you know, mm-hmm. to the chagrin of mine wife who's like, are you making coffee tonight? Like, I mean, there's been weeks I've made, you know, three or four times in a row, you know, and she's like, what is going on? You know, it's just like, <laughs>
1: you
0: know, something's going on, you know, they, you know, they want to go and send coffee, I'm, you know, and it, but I'm happy to do it. Absolutely. Like it, you know, fills me up. Um, makes me happy just to um, have it there. Cause I just know, especially, you know, some guys it's, they got to get out of that workout and they got to get to work and everything like that. And so it's hard to sometimes go to a sh- coffee shop and, um, that kind of thing, but to have it on site is real convenient. And yeah. I hosted in um, Sacramento, California one time, and it was a small group. It was uh, four guys. I didn't tell them I was coming, and this is Delta group, and uh, it was kind of funny. They, you know, the, the guy was queuing four. There was four, and I was the fifth. He thought there was going to be four. So he starts. he's like, Oh my gosh. He's like, I can't believe there's five. I don't like, like I created a workout for four. Like I didn't know there was five and I was like, I, you know, I apologize. I do like, I could help you, you know? And so we get through it and it was kind of fun. They He took this box and it was just full of uh, bungees and he just dumped them on the ground and we did it like Merkins with just bungees and rubber bands and something oh. different. So, uh, but anyways, getting back to coffee, like, yeah, sure enough, they're like, you got to come grab coffee with us. And, you know, I was, yeah, I didn't have a meeting till later. And, you know, so we, I mean we drove like 20 minutes out of the way like to downtown like Sacramento because whatever the greatest coffee and um the guy leading or their their nantan was a retired state patrolman uh but great guy and so we had coffee and fortunately I didn't have a meeting for you know a little while and I was up early obviously um and so yeah that was just that made that experience right the workout was great I mean with the bands and stuff and I brought some ideas back um great guys but just sitting there and having coffee and they picked my brain about F3 Omaha. And, um, you know, to me again, that's, that's what it's all about. And wow. we friend you know, we've we friended each other on Twitter. So they kind of repost each other's stuff and I support them. They, um, uh, it's a great group of guys out there too. They're small too. They've kind of the Sacramento area, very strong up North, like your Roseville, um, and, um, kind of the suburbs up there, really, kind of like Omaha, you know, you can go to a site and they're going to have 20 guys and they're wearing F3 shirts and, uh, but there's some of these so, so smaller groups that are in like these urban areas, and that's what I'm always interested. in. so, if anyone's you know traveling at all, I mean, obviously try and post if you can. But really, these urban centers, in my opinion, I've seen need a little bit of help. Like you mm-hmm. would think, like downtown San Francisco, right? I mean, that's how many people live there, but. Um, they don't have a lot of guys posting. Um, yeah, in downtown Sacramento and some of the cities, and then LA didn't even have it. But if you get into the suburbs a little bit, you know, people are catching on. So
1: yeah, it, it's always been interesting to me. I know, like like Rancid was in Chicago for a while, and and hearing him talk about like you know like think of all the people that live there, but they're just, they are just don't. You know, we have more guys posting at our workouts. It, it's really kind of a, an interesting. Dilemma. You should have. Did, I mean, hopefully, you taught the the guys in Sacramento about on-site coffee and how to. <laughs> for driving, yeah, right.
0: No, I, I told them that. I'm like, whoa, like, well, they looked at each other. Like, who's gonna do that? I don't like, and they were kind of like, this coffee shop was like really fancy too. And I was just like, I don't. I don't know if you're gonna get guys from Omaha to go to a coffee shop like this, but like because the coffee, we <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah that's that funny. Yeah. Yeah, I love that one, and thanks for the onsite coffee too, because man, that does make a huge difference. I feel like a lot of guys, you you probably catch you know five or ten guys that would normally just head home, right on their way. You know, as everybody's going to coffee, they would head home, and they they feel like they can stay, have a few extra minutes, um, yeah, just to share the morning, which is awesome. You know, in terms of kind of kind of in second up but thing about just other relationships, you know, you feel like since you've been in F3, has there been any uh, benefit to like maybe your relationship with your wife or relationship with your kids or, or other uh, folks that you are around frequently?
0: Yeah, I would definitely start with my M. Um, I think and a lot of that's just hearing stories, um, other guys sharing, you know, stuff that they're going through um, and just the. The vulnerability part of it, I I shared some things with some guys on pre-runs and stuff that I never imagined I would share, and I don't, I guess, with the, you know, what you want to you know, quote unquote friends that I've had all my life. Um, there's some stuff I just haven't shared, but for whatever reason, on a pre-run or something, I might share something that's a little bit more, you know, uh, intimate or that I'm vulnerable about. And I've gotten some good advice. I mean, it's just one of those like we're all kind of. Uh, no one's stories are absolutely that unique, right? We kind of go through a lot of the same stuff, um, and you know, and I'm getting a little bit older, right? I'm in my 40s, and so some of these guys that come in their 20s, I, I really enjoy that because you hear their stories and they're just, they're having their first babies and yeah. uh, they're getting married and stuff like that. Um, it just, I I love it. I love hearing their stories, and it just helps me because it reminds me, right? I married 14 years and they're talking about some silly stories from their first year or second year of marriage. And it just kind of makes me feel better <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> about
0: where I'm at and stuff. And, um, uh, you know, whatever if I can impart some knowledge, I, I might, but, um, yeah, it's just that, I mean, that range of how many different guys we have and their experiences and what they're going through, um, certainly helps strengthen my relationship uh, in my life. And I, again, I, I'm blessed I'm I'm very fortunate. Like, uh, you know, I think of like, knock on wood. I haven't been like through an injury. And I've seen some people, you know, guys that have posted and they get injured. And like, I just, I can't imagine what Mm -hmm. they're going through. And I'm just even reaching out and talking to them, you know, they want to be there and that kind of stuff. Um, so you just gotta feel for them and be there for them. And, you know, just for me and my relationships, just with my family and friends, it just makes me incredibly grateful for what I have.
1: Uh, Yeah. How about uh, 2.0s? Have you been able to bring them out at all or What's been your experience here?
0: I have. So my son um, is 13 and he has let it fly. So I've gotten him out. Um, nice. And I know my other sons would love to go too. Just I just haven't had the opportunity. I think he's mature enough, but he's, uh, he's got a couple of friends, Samotage, Um I think he's got another guy. I can't remember escaping me right now, but yeah, he loves it. I bring him to the steel mill. So he's 13, right? He's kind of going through that phase and he wants to lift weights and Uh, his uncle does F3, so, you know, thinks it's cool, and, um, but yeah, I brought him out, and actually, he's really getting into running, and he started cross country, he's done some track, but he started cross country this year, um, and so I brought him out to the Sandlot, and he kept up, he did, like, four miles with us, and, um, impressive, and so, yeah, I I love it, you know, because that's, again, that's a lifelong kind of exercise journey that he can have, he enjoys it, um. And so, yeah, he asked me uh, whether he can go or not on certain days. And if he doesn't have, like, football practice in the afternoon, I'll ask him and say, do you want to go out in the morning so it's not too much like he's doing a two-a-day. And um, So, yeah, he's kind of – he's enjoyed it. And he comes home and he, he kind of makes fun of me and tells the brothers and the wife, they're like, you know, they'll call him Baby Shark and they do this doo do do doo Like,
1: it's kind of cringy.
0: I was like, ah, well.
1: <laughs> That's funny. I love Maybe
0: that. he was a 13-year-old, but yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, it's so cool. I, I love hearing about guys that have been able to bring their, their kids out. Cause you just imagine like it does something for your relationship with them, but then they also have this opportunity to be around some other men that could be a positive influence, right. If they happen to need support any other way, right. They maybe share something or, um so just the, I don't know, just kind of bringing that young that next generation into the fold, right? And um, I love that. There's been some over the years, like how how young or how old do they have to be? But to, but I don't know, how have you navigated that in the, in the event that they hear something inappropriate from the, the guys?
0: Right. And I, you know, I attest to like, I mean, I've taken them to some parties and stuff like that on the 4th of July. I'm sure they overhear stuff. from You know, <laughs> yeah. my brother, their Uncle Joe or something that they shouldn't hear. But no, and I... I thought about that, but I think you know if they can see a group of, gosh, between you know twenty six guys um, huddle up and pray, you know, mm. whatever. If they heard something or there was something a bit, adult, that's what I think he's what he's going to remember, and that's what I want him to see. Um, is yeah, you don't see that, right? And yeah. prayer and stuff. And we are Catholic. We go to church. They go to Catholic school, and we do pray and stuff. And um and again, like with a lot of f three guys that go to our church that St. Columb kill, I think it's good for him to see them in this role too right um it's not just dad doing this crazy workout or something like that like there's other guys doing this and
1: uh, yeah.
0: praying and it's important and uh no i yeah so anytime he can go i'll I'll take him for sure and he's he's enjoyed it
1: yeah, no, that's cool that's awesome. What about that uh third f p so you mentioned a little bit about sort of your uh, where you go to church now, but would be curious just what's been your, your journey. Did you grow up going to church? And then, um, also curious how, like has F3 sort of added, you know, supplemented your faith or, uh, you feel like you've had access to help other guys or what's been your experience with, with that third F in inside the group.
0: So I'm a cradle Catholic. I grew up that way. Um,
1: did you say cradle Catholic,
0: cradle Catholic? Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I haven't so. heard
1: that before. <laughs>
0: You know Catholic school, grade school, I'll have to do like high school um public school for college and stuff but I, I i stuck with it and um yeah, I mean my faith journey kind of ebbs and flows and, and things like that, but uh um but yeah, I've certainly you know the the f three in terms of i kind of get away from Catholicism, which is a little bit more rigid than this, and you know just meet guys that are just more about there's something you know more than this, right there's a higher mm-hmm. being that kind of thing and um, and then just even talking to guys that are you know just more the Christian side and kind of what they think and I I'm not afraid to poke and prod on some of those issues and things like that and like what you might believe, um, but um, and I you know the, the older I get, uh, the power of prayer uh, mm-hmm. becomes more important to me and I've seen it and um, I'll share a story that um, my wife's friend, a good friend, and he became a friend of mine was going through cancer, and uh, just battling, battling it. And he had such a great attitude and, uh, he just knew, you know, he was going to, it's going to go to heaven. Everything's all right. Like, you know, I had a great life, everything like that. And we were at the Sandlot, um, one morning and I, you know, he was kind of getting towards the end, um, and, uh, prayed for him at the very end. And, you know, just walking away, got the text message from my buddy that he had passed. Mm. You know, It's like literally just passed. And so I just shared with him and I said, I, I believe that we were praying for him. I mean, at that time, right. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. There's a reason. And, um, so that's always stuck with me and it's been pretty powerful. And, um, I, I've met some other packs that have gotten me on some like prayer chains and things like that, something maybe I wouldn't have done like, you know, prior or even known about, And you know, it's just like, so there's just some opportunities out there. And yes, it's actually, there's been some opportunities for me to strengthen my third F and, uh, yeah, any opportunity I can and
1: bring yeah. that
0: circle. It's great.
1: Yeah, I love that. I, you know, it is. I, we I, over the years, I've thought through like, how do we keep track? You know, it would be it'd be cool to somehow keep better track of the prayers and then report out on you know the praise, right? Or or you know, but it's just there's 60 sites. I don't know. We <laughs> we need yeah, a are no. spreadsheet. <laughs>
0: Or let people know, I think, I mean, one of the most overwhelming thing or I think powerful thing is that to learn that someone is praying for you, Yeah. right? I think I've learned that in my kind of faith journey is like, you get surprised. I, 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 Joe, I have three brothers, no sisters. And, you know, we our household growing up was like crazy, right? And so my mom's mom, my grandma, she prayed for us like all the time. That's all she, I mean, like every morning her prayers, like she included us. So we always joke, it's like, that's the only reason like we, we survived, right? It's because mm. we had grandma flow praying for us. And then when she passed, it's like, well, I don't who's going to pray for you. But, right. um, you know, it's just those moments of, and it happened to me like last year going through something and someone approached me and they're like, you know, I've been praying for you for like the last like couple months. And you're just like, that is a very powerful thing. Yeah. Um, and so absolutely. I don't know if there's a way to, to share that with people. I certainly do it, um, to let people know. Hey, we've been praying for you. And, and sometimes even as easy, I mean, I've said it to people at work, right? Like that obviously have a close enough relationship where it's like, Hey, by the way, I've been praying for you. I know about your mom and stuff, but you know, I'm a part of this F3 group. We pray anyways, you know, I like almost told totally like play it off a little bit. Like, Hey, we yeah. pray. So I, I went ahead and I'm praying for you. And I think that's important, right? I mean, it's still, no. there. you know, it's like,
1: yeah. And that's cool. I think even people that maybe don't share the same, you know, like same th- Religion or um, denomination, right? Still, if you're like recognize, like, oh, you're praying for me, like that's a special, you know, sort of sacred thing, right? That is like that it's important whether you have the same exact beliefs or not. So I, I love that. I I need to be more bold in sort of telling people at work that I'm praying for them. That's been sort of like one of those weird lines that I haven't, you know, it's like, I don't know. The, you know, I don't know.
0: No, I know. I know. Trust me. I'm not like that that guy in the office preachy, but there are, you know, some of those relationships, I think you get comfortable enough. And if you slip that in um, at the right time, I think it, it it can make all the difference in someone's life.
1: Yeah. I love that. That's really good insight. You know, um, one of the other pieces. So, so as we think about like the F3 mission statement, right. We're, we're trying to invigorate male community leadership. And so we do that in a lot of different ways, but it's like, you know, try to give guys leadership opportunities and some of that's like a VQ or maybe it's being a site queue for a while. Um, and would just love to hear your story of, you know, leadership within F3 and kind of including your time as a site queue at Sandlot. What was your experience there? How did, how did that go?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I was, I was honored when I was asked, I was surprised. Um, you know, I, Again, I I think I'm good at making relationships and connecting with people on that level, but sometimes I don't maybe see myself as that rah-rah cheerleader Mm -hmm. um, at the top kind of thing, Um, more of a show up and kind of lead by example. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, but that's critical too, to to the mission is those people that are good examples and they're out there grinding and um, they're there for other people, uh, that kind of thing. So um, yeah, when I got approached about the Sandlot, I certainly said, well, I I can't imagine. I mean, there's got to be other people, right? You know, maybe that's a common response from people. And um, But yeah, with KOA and Firewalker and these guys I knew, I was I was happy to take it on. And um, yeah, we talk about that when we're identifying uh, leadership, like in our church and stuff, we call them silent disciples, right? You don't want to overlook mm-hmm. people. Um, that, yeah, maybe they don't talk the most and stuff like that, but they're just good hearted people that are there and they're working hard. Um, and I'm not going to peg um, Simmons who took over the Sandlot as one of the, like a silent disciple by any means. Cause he's, you know, we talk quite a lot and stuff like that, but yeah. um, he's one of those I you mean, know, like great guy. I mean, he's a fr- like from Papillion. He grew up there. He, you know, kind of gets it. He's, you know, grinds it out and uh, well-respected. Uh, so we were kind of coming up with the names and I was, uh, yeah, we had, not, not a long list of names and you know and like he was just one from the beginning that i thought i was like well he's willing to do it and then uh of course he was his wife they were having their first baby um and I was right <laughs> out of time so it's like okay well be careful here and uh so i don't know if you know the story about like the timeline i started in june and then we we're gonna try and get up in june and um, i wanted like firewalker koa to be there i wanted tater tot to be there so i was trying to you know like do our calendars and everything like that, and it just kept getting messed up, messed up, and um, and then finally we're like, all right, we have the date set, and it was going to be in July. And then he texts and he's like, I we're going to get induced that Thursday morning. <laughs> or that was in June, and uh, I said, well, you know, obviously we're we're going to postpone the flag path. <laughs> uh, sure. And he's like, well, what about, you know, we can just do it next week. I said, no, we're not going to do it next week. Like just give it a couple of weeks that, you know, the queue schedule's filled. I don't mind doing it. Like I, mm-hmm. this is, I, I love doing this. Like give yourself a couple of weeks with the baby and stuff. And so we did get it done. Um, so it was a little bit longer than a year, but no, he's been, he's been great. Um, I, you know, one of the greatest things I get out of F3 is just seeing the different leadership styles and then no. I can kind of compare it to people that I see at work and just in my regular day life, you know, and, Um, There's people that got some great skills that I would love to emulate um, and take back. And, um, and then maybe I've seen some stuff. that I don't really care for that, but um, we're all different. Um, But yeah, there's, and it's, it's, it's a great organization that allows for leadership skills and qualities to come out. Um, And, you know, the idea of doing a VQ, um, I know there's some guys that have really, you know, drug their feet that they don't want to do it or something like that. But I mean, uh, We've always embraced it, like everyone who's ever done one. I mean, they're, they're praised so well, and um, yeah, it's just a it's a great opportunity for people to you know experience some leadership stuff and put you in a tough spot sometimes. And I think that's important, right? You need that pressure sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah, it makes us, it makes us better men
1: for sure. Well, I would be curious your thoughts, you know, because you mentioned um, Simmons, and I I love that story. I remember being. I think, I can't remember. It was maybe a Wednesday or what it was like right before and everybody was like, Nope. It, it, like it went out on the schedule, right? Like we were going to do oh, yeah. the uh, path. Like
0: alert, <laughs> and, alert,
1: like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> then it was like, Nope, abort. We're not doing the schedule yeah. or we're not doing the shovel pass tomorrow or whatever. And um, yeah, it was just really funny, you know, and, and everybody was kind of like, Oh, well, if it's that short notice, then it must be because he's having the baby, which is awesome. Right. We, you know, yeah. um, but you know, just kind of curious that like um, as you're thinking about the different leadership styles and um, what do you think would be like, I don't know if you have any advice or, or like insight for, for guys that are maybe doing their VQ or maybe it's new guys. Like how how do we, how would you sort of encourage guys to um, lead well when they get the opportunity?
0: One of my favorite sayings is like, uh, you do you, you know, um, Mm -hmm. You know, whatever your, like, your strengths are, kind of play to those strengths. But at the same time, like, um, as long as you're not doing something absolutely out of the box crazy, like, you do you, you know? Like, if, if if running or your, you know, leg workout or something like that is important to you or you have a message for that day, don't think you've got to do something that, like, another leader did or because that was mm-hmm. really good or something like that. Like, I think that's, you know, this day and age and just even in the workplace and stuff, I love to see people that are, you know, thinking outside the box and doing different stuff. And, um, and I think it's a place that's, they will accept you. I know with some young people and I, that would be my advice is if you show up to some of these workouts and you see some of these guys that are, it uh, it's, can be intimidating and that kind of thing. But just, you know, remember they are probably at, you know, at one spot in their life or, and there's plenty of other people, but that's, um, you know, you kind of, you do you, um, and make it unique and special and to you. And, you know, everyone's got, skill sets. Everyone's got something special. Um and that's what we want to see and that's what we want to see shine through. So and again and also, you know, lean on your brothers. Lean on the Pax members. So if you got questions and if you're really stuck or something like that, like someone will help you. Um absolutely. And uh that's
1: what we're here for. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, some of my favorite uh BQs are the ones that are just like like stuff we've never done before, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, or even even sometimes ones that like I don't know if you were, so T Swift did a, his VQ at the Oracle and it, it was a disaster. Like it was just, <laughs> but he recovered well. Right. And and then it was, it could have been, cause I was working out next to slow pitch and tater. And if you get those two in the same oh, yeah. way, you know, but, but like, it's just, we just want to see them be themselves. Right. And how do you respond to challenges? How, you know, and, and what ideas do you have? And there's no, that's the beauty of it. Right. Is there open all men, you know, modify as necessary. And, um, yeah, I, I think it's it's always cool to see a guy come up with something new. I'd be curious the band's workout that you saw in Sacramento. That sounds kind of interesting. I haven't done uh, too many of those. But, um, you know, the other question, I guess, is I'm thinking about just like your time as a as a site cue Do you feel like, was there anything um, like any opportunities to sort of mentor or like steward other guys in their, in their F3 journey, like maybe getting other guys to do a VQ or, or what was your experience being a a leader at a running site?
0: With the Sandlot is unique, right? That it's kind of, it's a running site. So you're going to get a certain select group, but, um, and that's, I think that is good in the sense of I, I had, uh, I did have a BQ with a guy. He's a St. Kill guy and I've gotten to know him really well. Um, and it's Ray Bans and, um, and he's a great runner. And so I kind of encouraged him. I said, you know, if you're not comfortable with doing like a beat down style and running's your thing, like think about doing a BQ here, um, yeah. you know, I'll help you with a route or something like that. And, you know, he was all about it and jumped right in. So I think if you're running and in that shape, um, that site lent itself to doing a VQ or you know doing more cues. If you've already done a queue and you just want to you know get a second one under your belt, kind of thing. Um, so it's great. That was great to, um, site to be able to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's tough. Like I, you know, the number of guys that are ready to queue a running workout for the for their first workout maybe is not as I don't know. What would you experience? Were Were there as many guys looking for a VQ at Sandlot as maybe a standard? Out. No,
0: it, Yeah. And I had the opposite too. I, I reached out to a few guys and it was like, Hey, you want to, and they said, um, well, yeah, you know, I kind of want from for my VQ. I want to do like a beat town. Cause I got some more things in mind and I said, absolutely. Like you, know, yeah. you do you kind of thing. Like, yeah. um, so yeah, I certainly had a couple of guys that said, I, you know, I'm going to go to the bell tower or go somewhere or the farm or something like that. And I totally respected that. And that's, again, I want to encourage anyone to, you know, do what you're comfortable or you want to do. Um, that's no. what it's all about. So,
1: Yeah. Hey, tell us a little bit, too, because you're you're kind of in a unique spot there where you've got sandlot and steel mill, right? Basically at the same, you know, just a parking lot away. Uh, Tell me about the, maybe, I don't know if you have any funny stories about just just being able to kind of partner with a, maybe it's a a sister site and then sharing coffee. How how was that experience? Was that? It's
0: been, yeah, it's been fantastic. Uh, It's just one of the best spots to be on Thursday morning, Pavilion, right? It's, I mean, you've got the two worlds kind of colliding, where you got steel mill with the weights, and then you got the runners, and then now we've just morphed into these, you know, pre-ruckers and pre-runs and the love run. So you're kind of the worlds are colliding a little bit, but um, yeah, it's just that's kind of the place to be because of those two sites that we have in Sarpy on Thursday mornings. So um, it's been great, and uh, props to the guys who started it um high life and then you know passing it off to um sweet roll who's a good friend of mine i've known him most of my life um i eh him actually oh um, cool and so i worked on him for a long time um you know he gave me every excuse like every other guy does right and i kind of yeah. backed off of him and um so there was one morning in the gloom and i remember Hardly getting out of bed. And I was like, well, I just got to you know, get out there, right? Get out there and run. So I get there and rubbing my eyes. And sure enough, he's just standing there. And I was like, what? I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm ready. You know, and I was like, he didn't call me. He didn't let me know ahead of time. He didn't understand, you know, what it meant to like, you know, the EH and that kind of stuff. And he was, he was at your workout.
1: house or at the workout? No, no,
0: at the workout. Yeah. Oh, so okay. he showed up. Okay. He looked it up. And I was like, well, gosh, I'm <laughs> thank God I got out of bed this morning, right? So yeah. I know something must have pulled me out. And I said, uh, I, still, I don't think Steel Mill had started yet. I was like, you know, this is a running AO. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, we're just going to run. And I can't remember who was even leading that day, so I couldn't tell if we were doing track work or what. And then you could kind of tell he wasn't a runner at the time. And uh, so we got a good laugh out of that. And, then, you know, now afterwards, when he started realizing, like, the importance of, like, showing up with the guy that you he's like, man, I'm sorry, I kind of did that to you. And I was like, no, it's, it turned out to be a great story. And it's funny. And it worked out. I was there, you know.
1: Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and how do you know, right? Like, that's the hard part is like, there's so many nuances with the group that aren't clear to a new guy. You know, it's like, I don't know. But that's. Yeah, I
0: got, I got a guy at work right now. He lives in Bennington. So he asked me about it. And so oh, we yeah. have to pop up. And uh, he said, Well, what, you know, do I just show up? And I said, Well, you can, but like, let me know. And it's like, I, you know, it's a quite of a drive for me, but absolutely. I'll, I'll be there Saturday morning if you're going to go. And yeah. Like, okay.
1: you know, so it's, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Send him, send him my contact info. I, Bennington is the closest site to me about eight minutes oh, away. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is awesome, man. And I just appreciate you taking time to, you know, not only lead the group, but you also mentioned that key component of like uh, going through the grind, you know, with the group and, and just showing up, right. Being there for other guys, being consistent, and then taking time to share your story here has been been phenomenal. I, I'm curious if you have, Anything else that maybe was on your mind uh, that you w- would like to share, or wanted to get out there that we didn't cover?
0: No, I I mean I appreciate being here. I I, I don't know if I told the story about my VQ was like the coldest day of the year um, when God. I did it back in 2020. It was in Mar and February it was like negative 30 degrees. Like schools were closed and stuff like that. So uh, like grinding it out. I I enjoy being in the cold weather, and so that's kind of like I've adopted that as my thing. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, just get guys out there, um, you know, expand your horizons, try different sites, different things, meet different people and yeah, keep at
1: it. Heck yeah, man. Anything that you, uh, maybe as you think about your life today, like anything that you're going through or or any areas that we could maybe be praying for you or just when we see you be, be encouraging you on anything in that space today?
0: You know, I, as I get older, I mean, Family just gets more and more important to me as my boys grow. I've got three boys, three sons, so 13, 10, and seven. Um, I've got a beautiful wife who I adore and I love, 14 years of marriage. And uh, I just want to continue that, right? And so got to be pulled in a lot of different directions with work and, you know, have three, I guess you suppose, but all the activities that we have. But, um, you know, I just hope guys continue to, you know, keep me grounded you know, this is what's mm-hmm. most important to me. I don't want to get distracted by anything because at the end of the day, I want to I want to see my kids have kids. And I just want to retire with my wife and, you know, hang out with you guys and have coffee and, and yeah. like that. So I just pray for my health and that I continue to make smart choices.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I love it, man. Well, I appreciate your time. Let's do a little name right. uh, Brandon Fleaharty, 37, The Plague. The plague. Peter ah. Kenny, forty-two. Baby shark. Baby shark. Doo, 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 doo. And it's the song that's you know it, it was catchy and it's hard to get out of your head. But you absolutely, know, yeah. And do you do like a shark fin or anything like that? Have you come up with a?
0: No, I haven't done anything like that. I just yeah, I let everyone do the. Doo,
1: doo, 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 doo. That's awesome, man. Well, I appreciate your time. Thanks for for just uh, sharing your story, and would I would encourage guys to connect with you if they have questions about anything we talked through. I've always had a good time just talking with you on, on runs and uh, yeah, we'll see you out there in the gloom.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much.